how many episodes did you watch? Four. Oh, thank fuck. I didn't realize, didn't know if I had communicated that properly. Um. Yes, I remember <laughs> I asked because I couldn't remember. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. All right. Tuning into Gay Space Rocks, Steven Universe watching podcast where we watch Steven Universe future. My name is Brian. I use he, him pronouns. Um, you can find me on the internet at RoomwarePod, at least for right now. And you can find this podcast on Twitter, at least for right now, uh, at Gay Space Pod. Um, with me, as always, is see. If when we my original idea was I was going to pitch to you, I was going to be and I'm thankful for my co as always. I'm thankful for my co-host August. But that, and then we were way behind on that. But that was the joke I was going to use. <laughs> I mean, you can still be thankful for me, but, you know, it just would be a bit. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's your intro. Go August. Yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, hello. I'm August. You probably know me by know me by now. Be my now. I don't. I can't talk. It's fine. This is fine. Uh, you can, for the time being, find me on Twitter at HarpyDora. You can actually find me over on Tumblr at Strange Harpy, where I post a lot of things that y'all probably won't give a shit about, but it's fine. Um, yeah, that's me. I'm gonna have to learn how to use Tumblr again. I feel like. <sighs> I, I really, my one regret with this show is that I didn't go the, uh, the Homestuck made this world route where, mm-hmm. uh, where they did digging into like the, the history of posting about Homestuck. Yeah. Cause the Tumblr was the, 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 a, the seemingly the, the nucleus for mm-hmm. all Steven universe posting. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, well. say lovey. We're not that show. Uh, no, we're not. <laughs> I was listening to, um, uh, uh, of oh, fuck. Um, what's the, the video game podcast I listened to the one that spawned great Gundam project, um, abnormal mapping. And um, they were talking about how, like, they listened to uh, Austin and the crew over on uh, A More Civilized Age. And they're like, how do they do this? <laughs> how are they so take such good notes? And then, like, um, M and Jackson were like, oh, yeah, they're journalists. Like, they they have, like, training to be able to, like, consume media while taking notes, like, to do this thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. And it's just, uh, they're like, yeah, we're just not that show. And I'm like, yeah, say, same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we take notes, but like, they're not, they are not that level of notes. Like, no, it's like general, very generalized, like sometimes just weird, like, ah, uh, notes, but yeah. Um, let's see. Is there any cartoon news? Uh, what's let's see um oh apparently i guess bob Iger is here to save us all or some shit okay uh did you see that like the bob like the bobs have changed to back out at at disney yeah everybody's like oh bob Iger. um fucking is gonna save everything i'm like he is super not like Chepik has already done whatever, like maybe going forward, but like it's not going to che- like it's not going to uncancel the Owl House. It's not going to do anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so, you know, that's cool, I guess. Um. 
So apparently also that Disney Strange Worlds movie or Strange World movie, it did not do well over the weekend. A movie that I'm sure you're thinking, wait, did that come out because they advertised it so poorly? Uh, No, a movie I'm thinking, what? Oh, yeah, there was a Disney there was a Disney animated movie that came out over the weekend called Strange World. It's like a sci fi thing. And um, it did bad because no one knew the the advertising for it was dog shit. Um, Also, it didn't come out in a bunch of countries where queer things are not allowed because it has like some some gays in it. Love it. So. Um. So. Um, let's see. I can't think. Oh, the the second Owl House special is coming out in like two months. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Um, that's about it. What cartoons have you been watching, August? I have watched only one thing that is not Minecraft YouTube, which the Minecraft YouTube is going quite well. I'm very still very much enjoying the current crossover between Hermitcraft and Empires. Uh, It's been going really well. Um, I watched the latest Defunct Land and yeah, um, that was an emotional roller coaster I was not expecting to go on. But I went on it, and I'm emotional about four stupid fucking TV ident notes. Mm-hmm. Um, did you do you have an emotional attachment to those TV ident notes? No, I Nothing mean, me you know, I I remember watching the Disney Channel as soon as they played. It's like, oh yeah, that's the Disney Channel, you know, identifier basically. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have any particular emotional attachment to them, but now I'm like deeply emotionally invested in them. Um, yeah, just I did not expect to be punched in the gut with regards to like what it means to be an artist and produce things commercially and what your legacy is and things like that. So, yeah, you know, normal things. Yeah, it was really, really good. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, given it, it's not surprising because Defunct Land has been producing extremely high quality documentaries for a long time now. Yeah. Was I feel like was like on the the, the front line of the like lengthening of the of YouTube. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um. But yeah, it was real. Like, I watched it as well. It was very, very, very good. Definitely worth the watch. Oh, yeah. Uh, even if you don't give a shit about the Disney Channel, it's it's well. Yeah, worth which I watch. certainly didn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I like I like watching documentaries about shit. I'm only vaguely interested in a lot of times. So. I'm an easy uh, <laughs> I'm an easy mark for that sort of shit, but. I mean, honestly, the only reason I watched it is because I like the the content on Defunct Land. Like, I like mm-hmm. Kevin Perjurer's style because, um, like, yeah. I've I've watched several of his documentaries about things that I did not give a shit about uh, and enjoyed them just as much as his documentaries about stuff that I did find interesting going in. So mm-hmm. the um. I feel like still his best one is like the Epcot one. I know everybody really likes the like fast pass one, but the Epcot, like the Epcot one is just so fucking wild. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the, uh, the Epcot one. Um, I've oh, definitely you should seen watch the, fast the Epcot pass. one. <laughs> yeah. Fast pass is also very good. Fast pass is really good. Um, especially with the, the content about like, post COVID and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And just like the links that he went to for modeling uh, the fast pass stuff, but goodness gracious. Yeah. Latest defunct land, really good. Worth your, worth your, your while watching it. So 
Um, let's see. Things that have happened. The Andor ended. Um, and maybe the best television show to come out in the last five years. Easy. Um, not just for Star Wars, but just in general. A fucking amazing show. Um, it also has... Uh, I'm also... August, have you seen B2 Emo? I mean, I've seen screenshots and and mm-hmm. GIF sets. Okay, good. I am I was going to show you... I was going to show you this good boy. I, I am I'm on still gonna Tumblr. Send it to you. Yeah. Look at it. I do want to see the boy. Such a little trash can. It's have a you very heard him good speak? boy. No, I have not. Oh, August. He sounds like Microsoft Sam, but he's got a stutter. Aww. Because he's old and his batteries are bad. Aww. But he tries real hard. You gotta watch this show, August. I do. I know I do. And I know that I will I will probably enjoy it, but this you you know what? Like they don't make any like big comments, but this is the best this is the best droid content in Star Wars, like maybe ever. Um, I mean, while being a phenomenal show otherwise. I I appreciate that. And I mean, I will watch it mm-hmm. at some point. Although if they add K2SO to it, that will probably shorten the amount of time it'll take me to get around to watching it. But he'll certainly be in next. He'll probably almost certainly be in next season because this season was like so it's set five years before rogue one slash a new hope mm-hmm. um since those are basically at the same time um and this covers like the first year of that five years and then the next season will cover the rest of the four years in a series of time jumps mm-hmm. so i'm assuming andor will get k2 we see some of the same droids in this season um but we don't see k2 specifically uh, but I imagine he'll pop up next season. Um, everybody was like, what if everybody kept like speculating that he uh, like that K2 will show up. And I'm like Alan Tunick uh, is bad at like being quiet about shit and would just be like, yeah, I'm in the new Star Wars. And then you would know K2 was there. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I actually uh, saw some really interesting K2 meta on mm-hmm. Tumblr um, talking about because like one of the things that. Uh, makes K2 an interesting character to me is the tension between like what he was programmed to do versus whether or not he has free will now. And Mm -hmm. the meta that I saw was actually comparing, uh, comparing him to a golem, like, you know, the traditional Jewish golem and about how um, a quote unquote righteous man to rewrote his coding to change him from being a being of met, which is dead or death to Emmet, which is truth. And now K2 defends, you know, the oppressed people and punches his former oppressors. And it's like, damn, that's some really fucking good meta. Man, I miss K2SO. Yeah, the, it's interesting because, like, I feel like when he shows up, we'll have some big questions about him and, like, his... Because, like... They treat B2 like a, like, okay, so they don't, B2 is a dog, like, but like, a, like, what if your dog was real smart and could talk? Um, but they treat him with like a kindness, like you would treat a smart dog that could talk, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's not to say that like B2 is not sapient, but he's also, he's like, he's obviously meant to like get some good dog vibes. And I yeah. don't think that's like them not trying to like say he is sapient and deserves like because people are like there's a sad thing that happens to him and everybody is really kind to him the whole time but like they're specifically showing kindness and dealing with him in the same way that you would deal with like a person who's experiencing that sort of stuff because he is to them a person now given Mm -hmm. he's like got dog vibes right he's like loyal and he, he he has big dog vibes right but i don't think that's necessarily that, that that takes away from the the commentary they're making about him. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else did I watch? 
Uh, Gundam G Witch continues to be real good. <laughs> I saw some article that was like, um, that G Witch is like the modern update that the that the old franchise needed. I'm like, I mean, I don't necessarily know if that's true. Like, there's a lot of Gundams, <laughs> you know. Like, I feel like if like uh, Turn A Gundam comes out now, as opposed to like in the late 90s, Tumblr also loves Turn A Gundam. Like, I think that there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of Gundam series that people would very much like. They're just, like, it's a big franchise and people don't go back to it who aren't, like, explicitly into robot shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean I don't think G-Witch is great because it's really good. Um, but the, and I do like that it's, like, real weird, real gay, though it's not soup like no one's kissed yet <laughs> so Ew. yeah they might get there they might not i don't know it's anime it sometimes be like that um so g witch still continues to be real good um i want to feel like i watched something the fuck else uh i'm sure I have. I haven't seen the new Black Panther movie somehow. Um, though I hear it's pretty okay. I want to see Namor. Show me Namor. That's what I actually want to go see. Um, oh, I watched that Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. There's a what? Have you? Oh, you, so there's a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special that's on Disney Plus right now. Okay. Directed by James Gunn. It tells the story. So basically, it's Christmas time. Um, it happens after Endgame and seemingly also after Thor Love and Thunder because Thor is not around. Um, because Thor was hanging out with the Guardians. Um, they're like trying to take care of nowhere that's become like a little bit of a refugee vibe, refugee camp vibe. And, um, Peter's kind of sad because of all the Gamora, Gamora stuff. And uh, it's almost Christmas time. And so Craglin is explaining to to the rest of the team Christmas because Peter explained Christmas to Craglin. And so Mantis and uh, Drax are like, we should cheer uh, Peter up. We'll get him a gift. And there's no gift that he would love more than his hero, the great warrior Kevin Bacon. Um, so uh, Mantis and uh, Drax kidnap Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, real boy. actual Kevin Bacon. Uh-huh. Um, and it's it's like 40, it's like 40, 45 minutes. It's it, it's not very long. It's the same length as all of their specials are. Um, and it's it's pretty fun because basically James Gunn was like, I wanted to make the like the, the Star Wars holiday special, but good. And he frankly nails that vibe. <laughs> Fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Um. It's really good. <laughs> also, you get to see the, the the most the more mature version of Groot. He's very stocky. Uh, so that's where I'm at. All right. So a little bit of housekeeping before I get to the episodes. We don't have many episodes of Steven Universe left. This is our fucking this is our victory lap here. Um. The we will after we get done with Steven Universe, we'll be watching the last uh, um, Eva Eva movie um, 3.0 plus one Mark two fucking electric boogaloo or whatever the fuck it is on on Amazon. Uh-huh. Um, we'll be watching that. It'll be. And then after that, uh, I would like to first actually go back Thank you, Lou, for our this season's new art. It's really good. Uh, I know we say this every time, but Lou somehow does better. Literally every time we do this, Lou just knocks it the fuck out of the park. Um, and uh, but next season, uh, we will be watching uh, the Owl House, available on Disney Plus. Uh, I don't know what our format will be because I don't think that we're going to be watching only one episode, but we're not going to be watching three episodes either. So we'll figure no. it out. 
uh, probably going to be two episodes. That feels like more reasonable. Yeah. Um, but we're going to be watching the Owl House. You can get it on Disney Plus or steal it um, in Minecraft, like steal like a, a block shaped like the Owl House in Minecraft from somebody on your server with their consent. Uh, um, and that's it. Yeah, we're doing the Owl House. So we'll be we'll be fun. And then after the Owl House, we don't know. <laughs> Actually, we do know. But unless something radically changes, uh, we're going to keep that to ourselves. Um, okay. Well, this week we are watching episodes one, two, three, and four of Steven Universe Future, Little Homeschool, Guidance, Rosebuds, and Volleyball. August, I also meant to talk to you about this beforehand. How do you want to handle these? Do you want to do our usual breakdown or do you want to talk about them, like kind of do a, like a breakdown of what happens in them and then do kind of a general discussion? Because I have comments about the vibe of Steven Universe future by comparison to the regular series. Yeah, I. Because they feel like we should be talking about them. They feel like they're all in conversation with each other now. I don't I didn't get that vibe. Mm -hmm. I feel I, I felt like they were well, I mean, obviously, there's the the standard amount of Steven Universe, like continuity between them. But I felt like mm -hmm. they were like more self-contained than especially later season five Steven Universe episodes were. Um, no, that's fair. But I mean, I'm I'm game for whatever. Uh, I'll admit my notes are kind of light and I wanted to talk about that as well yeah um, so let's let's talk i think maybe we all right we're not gonna maybe we maybe won't stick to this but i'm gonna do the 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 summaries of the of the episodes real quick and then i think we'll 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 talk about the vibes because i think the vibes are definitely different here in steven universe future mm -hmm. so i think that vibe needs to be talked about <laughs> um all right so episode one Little Homeschool. Official synopsis. Welcome to Little Homeschool, a place on Earth where gems from all over the universe can learn how to live together peacefully, but there's one gem who refuses to attend. That's not a fucking synopsis of the episode at all. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know. <laughs> like, that's informative, but wrong. <laughs> but not its point. Okay, cool. There, I'm glad that this at least sticks around. We open up. Uh, it is we have a new theme song. Um, here we are in the future. And uh, Steven is uncorrupting a gym in his bathroom. It is cherry quartz, apparently. Uh, she's really confused, and through her confusion, we're able to get an exposition of what's going on in the world. Uh, basically, Steven and the gems have opened up Little Homeworld. It's a little town basically just outside of Beach City or kind of maybe part of Beach City. It's kind of hard to tell um, where gems from from Homeworld are basically coming to like learn new skills or like learn to be themselves in this new world. Uh, all of the gems are teachers there. We have Garnet, who's uh, seemingly teaching, like, yoga and mindfulness classes. We have Pearl, who is teaching, like, how to deal with human technology classes. And then we have Amethyst, who is teaching uh, you how to be yourself um, classes. Everything seems to be going real well. Uh, Amethyst and Steven get lunch. And er, Steven starts lamenting about the one gym who won't come to ho little homeschool. Uh they they don't mention her name, but we I feel like if you even vaguely know this show, you know it's goddamn Jasper. Uh, Jasper is living out in the woods doing her Vegeta thing, um, where she's basically got her own little personal desert where she's like throwing rocks and doing training. And Steven comes out there and he's like, hey, you should come and come to little homeschool. And Jasper's like, fuck you. And Steven's like, oh, come on. She's like, no, fuck you. And at some point, Steven gets perturbed. Um... And Jasper's like, listen, if you want my respect, then fucking fight me. But you won't. Fuck you. And Steven's like, fine, I'll fucking fight you. And then Steven and Jasper have a fight. Um, 
Steven is losing the fight because Steven is not Steven's not committing to the fight. He is still holding back. Um, Jasper says some really mean shit to Steven about how he is useless without his friends and that he's the one who needs them. Um, that he's basically like weak and using them. Uh, this pisses Steven off and he turns all pink. Uh, very similar to pink's to, to, to diamond Steven that we saw at the end of the last season. Um, and then he proceeds to just kick the dog shit out of Jasper. Who's having a great time about it. Um, but right before he kind of takes it too far, Steven like steps back, um, apologizes, which disgusts Jasper. Um, and we see that Steven was explaining all of this to Cherry Quartz, who just really wants him to sign off on her class schedule, Star Wipe, the end. Um, next episode, episode two, Guidance, official synopsis. Amethyst has been helping little homeschool gems find jobs on the boardwalk, but Steven isn't sure about her approach. That's actually perfect. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it in one there. Uh, that's the episode. There you go. Um, <laughs> we They did a really good job of really summing it up. It's like they're paid to do it. Um, the episode begins with Stephen and Amethyst at Fish Stew Pizza. Basically, uh, what it boils down to is that Amethyst has started a program where she counsels a lot of homeworld gems, finds out like what their interests and their skills are, and she's been hooking them up with home like earth jobs so that they can have stuff to do like they can start integrating into the community uh we have like a bix bite uh like a little the, who i'm assuming was the crab the big crab that they fought um who is helping him fish to pizza there's some rubies who are acting as bodyguards there's snowflake obsidian and, and little laramar are ha helping um uh make snow cones and we see a nephrite is helping uh, Andy fly his plane and Steven is like, Hey, this is all cool. Uh, Amethyst, but like, aren't they basically just doing what they're doing in Homeworld?" And Amethyst is like, well, I mean, sort of, but they're choosing to do this. Like we had a lot of conversations about this, Steven, they, they're, they're making a choice here. And Steven's like, no, 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 we've got to get them out of their comfort zones. Otherwise, how can they learn? And Steven basically steamrolls Amethyst's program, getting people into different jobs, um, setting like Bix Bite up, like handing out balloons, has Laramar running the Appalachian. Um, it all seems to be going well until it goes horribly wrong because these people don't have any skills or interests in the things that they're doing. And shit just has gone wild. Little Lara, like the, the roller coaster is out of control. The plane is crashing because uh, Snowflake Obsidian is in in the pilot seat. And so Steven runs to Amethyst, who has her most like, yeah, I fucking told you so, son, like uh, vibes on. Um, but she agrees to help him. They fuse into smoky quartz. Um, they rescue the plane. Um, and as they go to save the roller coaster, they have to push a lot harder to do it, activating basically Steven's pink mode again. But as smoky quartz, uh, where they're able to move like super duper, like they're like the flash where everything is in slow motion around them. Um, finally, at the end, Steven apologizes for steamrolling uh, Amethyst and uh and little Laramar kind of like puts a little bit of a bow on it being like, hey, I actually do like my new job. Thank you, Stephen. Um, Amethyst tries to needle Stephen about talking about his future, which he is uh, just really uncomfortable with doing. Uh, they realize that they forgot to save Onion from the roller coaster, but he's fine. Star wipe the end. <laughs> Five, number th episode three, Rosebuds. Steven gets surprise visit from some old friends and even more surprising introduction from some new ones. Yeah. The episode opens up with Steven having complicated feelings about his mom. Yeah, we still haven't gotten over that. Um, out of nowhere, the zoo appears floating in the air and we get in contact with the Zoomins, Y6 and J10. Um, the Zoomins and the Famethyst have all been hanging out. Also, very crucially, the Zoomins all hate Greg. <laughs> um, everybody's allowed in the zoo except for Greg. Um, 
after Stephen and Amethyst go up to the zoo to visit with uh, with everybody, uh, J-10 is like, hey, there's some people here you need to meet. Those people are fucking a bunch of rose quartzes. There's like, they're, they are apparently de- denoted as super fan rose quartz, hippie rose quartz, and shy rose quartz. Shy rose quartz looking exactly like rose. Um, Stephen extremely uncomfortable, accidentally invites them all to dinner. All of the gems are uncomfortable with this. They're trying to have dinner and no one no one knows how to deal with this. Greg Watson sees this situation and just leaves. In the- <laughs> <laughs> he literally um, nopes out. Like- yeah, he's just like, fuck this. Um, Steven tries to hang out with them, but it, it just all becomes like way, way too much. Um, they all think that Steven hates them. Uh, Steven goes and he explains the situation being like, listen, I thought I was over this stuff with my mom and maybe I am a little bit, but like this, this is just too much. It's not that you guys are bad. It's just like, I haven't dealt with my shit. And they're like, well, that's kind of why we wanted to see you because like we all got bubbled because of this person that we didn't know. And so we were trying to get a better handle on who she was. And Steven realizes they have more in common than they are different because they're all kind of like people in the image of Rose Quartz, right? Um, they're all functionally her children. Um, this is all fun and well. Stephen, uh, re- like finds a new place for the portrait. It's uh inside of Lion's Mane on the little island. Star wipe the end. And the episode that will probably lead to the most discussion: Episode Four, Volleyball. <laughs> 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 Stephen is determined to help Pink Diamond's original pearl heal her scar on her face. Let's get through this. Steven is like doing his pink diamond doctor stuff um, and pink pearl comes in. Uh, She's like, hey, uh, can you help me with this? And Steven's like, yeah, sure. And he tries to heal her, uh, but her crack won't heal with his healing powers. And they just worked like he knows that they're working pretty good. Um, So he comes to think like, oh, well, maybe I'm not strong enough. So he goes to ask Pearl what's going on with pink pearl. Pink pearl and pearl have a little bit of a like who's the better who <laughs> who uh was pink diamond's best girlfriend uh situation and they resolve to go to a to give pink pearl a nickname volleyball and uh to go to a place called the reef which is basically like uh it's the apple store for pearls uh-huh uh they go to the reef uh where an ai named shell um kind of starts walking them through the process, uh, scans Pink Pearl to determine that, um, oh, sorry. Crucially, we find out very early in this episode, Pink Pearl tells Steven that the damage to her face did not come from White Diamond. It came from Pink Diamond. Steven doesn't want to deal with this. Um, And while we are, like, we don't tell uh, Pearl Pearl this. While at the reef, the AI... Uh, determines that the damage to Pink Pearl uh, is not physical. It seems to be emotional or psychological. That's why it's manifesting in her physical form. Uh, the only uh, the only recourse here is to like do a full wipe. Um, Pearl steps in. She's like, how could White Diamond do this to you? Uh, and Pink Pearl starts to explain the situation to which Pearl gets upset. Like, no, that's not how she was. Um... Steven uh, has an emotional outburst at this because he he gets very upset about, like, having to deal with his mom's bullshit again. Uh, the AI reacts to this and goes to hard reset the pearls. Steven's like, oh, my God, holy fuck. Oh, no. Um, Pearl and uh, Pink Pearl have uh have a like kind of like an emotional breakthrough with one another that they're both making excuse they both continue to make excuses for uh uh pink diamond's behavior um through this they're able to uh connect better and they form uh big pearl uh, is there a name for big pearl here uh mega pearl they fuse into mega pearl who is 100% not just Utena. Um, (laughs) um, They are able to shut down the reef. And uh, Steven talks to Mega Pearl on the beach saying like, it's nice, like it's good that you brought these two together. They now have like a better pieces of a whole story. uh, And they have each other to like emotionally rely on as two people who were, who have similar experiences with a person. 
uh, star wipe the end. So, Steven Universe, does Steven Universe Futures feel like faster paced to you? Um, like the episodes feel more compressed, like they feel like 10 minutes, you know what I mean? I wouldn't, I mean, I say that, I would say they feel like they're 10 minutes, but I don't feel like that's because they're, to me, they don't feel more compressed. To me, they feel fluffier in a lot of ways. Yeah, like... (laughs) The vibe that I got from especially like I guess rewatching it um with a more critical eye and also just like kind of coming off of it, it feels like the problems I think were it feels like the writing is more inside of Steven's head than it was previously. Like it's obvious Steven is dealing with some shit, right? Mm-hmm. Poorly. Like, he is, as evidenced by guidance, he is trying to be the savior for everybody. Still. But there's not, those problems are no longer, like, that's not the problem anymore, you know? He doesn't have to save the world or everybody, and frankly, maybe should step back, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And it feels like there's that tension where, like, Nothing is happening, and Steven feels like it's the end of the world every episode. (laughs) Yeah. But I think that's intentional. Like, I think that Steven Universe Future, the reason I was saying that it feels like it's more talking about, because I guess I kind of know where it's going to. Like, this is a show that, like, is laser-focused on, like, how is, like, how does... Steven specifically deal with his new reality. Yeah, and I mean, I'm there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, there's only so much you can do with that. Yeah. And I feel like I'm not saying that I disliked these episodes by any stretch of the imagination. I thought they were really fun. I love these characters. I love seeing the impact of all of the things that have happened before on the general world state. Um, But, and as far as like the overall plots of the episodes, you know, and maybe this is just because the stakes are so much lower. It just, it didn't feel like there was a whole lot there. And I see what you, what you're saying about like, being in in Steven's head mm-hmm. a lot more. Like, it's like Steven now exists. Steven is still the same Steven from the, like, from season five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now he is in a slice of life anime and he doesn't know how to, like, yeah. vibe. Like, he has no yeah. ability to vibe. Yeah, and like, I mean, honestly, like, these sorts of stories are things that I find deeply fascinating. I love seeing stories that go beyond the uh and then the dragon was slain and everybody lived happily ever after i really enjoy seeing the aftermath of whatever world shattering events happened as part of the the quote unquote main storyline so i mean i like i said don't get me wrong i i do really enjoy this conceit mhm and it may just take, like, it may just be that, like, we are also ramping into a whole different kind of storytelling than what they were previously doing, too. Because, mm-hmm. like, I do, yeah. like, vo- I think, like, we start hitting the stride about, like, what the fuck is up in, like, volleyball, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, the, the, there's an episode next, I actually next week at this time for us, um called bluebird where we get to see some from some bad guys from the past show up and it's fucking stupid and i love it um <laughs> but um but yeah like the the pacing feels it doesn't feel you're right it i think the thing is like what i was mistaking is like faster is it's not as dense it's like actually not yeah. it's it's less dense than it used to be yeah, especially especially compared to like 
season five for the movie, which yeah. were all just so jam packed. Right. Um, but like volleyball feels more like a regular, like a previous season episode than the other ones too, in my brain. Yes. Uh, that I can definitely agree with. I don't think mm-hmm. it's fully there, but it definitely, it's definitely the most like, main series Steven Universe episode of the four that we watched. Yeah. But I do think like what we're trying to do, I think what the first, at least the first, honestly, these first four episodes are trying to establish like what the new normal is for Steven. Because mm-hmm. like everybody's doing better but him. <laughs> yeah. Um, And he's not like, and this will be a recurring theme throughout the season is just like Steven has no fucking clue what to do with himself now. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean is extremely apparent, but I do like that we're show like this is also we get to see like the bad parts of Steven's personality starting to come out, like especially like I liking guidance that he's goddamn like he's just fucking wrong and kind of being an asshole the whole time because yeah. he's used to being the one in charge. I so speaking of uh, speaking of like guidance. Um, I, I, one of the things that, that does kind of frustrate me about that episode and little homeschool too, is like the way that the, the message gets explicitly stated, like it it feels a little sloppy at the end, but yeah, guidance especially is very good about showing Steven's worst qualities um, uh, especially because it's like his his disrespect for the boundaries of the other gems is really telling. Um, just because you know, like you said, he's he he thinks he's so convinced he's right, mm-hmm. and he's so convinced he's like the arbiter of how things should and shouldn't be. And I think it's really interesting coming off of the season five Stephen, who had like fully become that person. You know what I mean? Like person who was right, who was making the the decisions, who was like the headstrong leader. And it was it was the correct call at the time, you know? Mm hmm. And but he's not able he is not able to switch modes. I like I I do wonder if the like very explicit like messaging especially in the first two episodes is like maybe because like, I think maybe the focus is not the actual message. It's about what's going on with Steven. Cause like in little homeschool, I would say the most important part of little homeschool is like showing us pink mode. And also like Steven has a lot of really repressed anger that he just does not deal with. Yeah. Which is obviously like what pink mode is supposed to be, right? It's a tr- it's a trauma response. Mm-hmm. Um, and like because we see it again in graduation, and I think honestly the key thing at the end of graduation is like Stephen just like recoiling from the idea of thinking about his own future. Rosebuds is pretty straightforward. How fucked up would yeah. it be if three of your dead moms showed up? Um, yeah. <laughs> honestly, great conceit for an episode. Uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I honestly, like, I feel like the lesson of that one was really well told mm-hmm. uh, about, you know, basically the the concept that it's okay to not be okay and it not be anybody's fault. Right. Yeah, like, for sure. That's that's definitely what Steven's going through. And I feel like that's that's what the messaging was about, because obviously it's not the courts's fault that Steven's mm. mom was Steven's mom. But it's also not Steven's fault that he's not OK about it. Yeah. And no one's okay. <laughs> just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I lo- so I love that. A let's talk about we're going to talk about Rosebuds real quick. I love that. A. Uh, Greg explicitly refers to uh, like Y6 and J10 as his exes, uh, very much implying that 
Greg probably fucked a lot of the zoom-ins. Yeah. Um, uh, and then just like Greg's reaction to all the rose quartzes and him being like, I love you, son, but I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Dad, you want to join us for dinner? Nope. nope. Just the only person with healthy boundaries in all of Steven Universe. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was just yeah. so, just so good. <laughs> it was good. It was so good. The, the rose, the, the quartz being like, if I had a pearl, I wish she would have been like you. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, it's so oh, good. It's so God. good. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I do think Rosebuds was probably my favorite of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like it's a fun little it, it. I feel like Steven Universe future. A lot of people, in my opinion, a lot of people expected a, vic- a victory lap thing. And they used it to tell like a long, like a very long, slow burn story. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's what people wanted but I think that's what the crew wanted to make. And like Rosebuds, Rosebuds is that, you know what I mean? It's a long, slow burn story or it's like, it's part of the victory lap. This is what's going on. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like, I feel like it struck the right balance for me between being in Steven's head and all of the, the new normal around him. And also keeping the messaging you know, really embedded in the plot of the story. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. And again, I I think maybe we'll find more. Like, I don't know. I haven't haven't watched forward, but it feels like the, the the, like storytelling tracks get, get, they get on them as they go through these four episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, also volleyball episode. (laughs) This is why I wanted, I was trying to get Riley on. Um, this is our last fuck Rose Quartz episode of this, of the series. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, given what it is, like, it's interesting. A, they were like, all right, guys, we only got about like, we only have like Rebecca opened up the vault and they they were like all right everybody we only have uh one uh one uh like measuring cups worth of uh revolutionary girl utena we've got to use it just all up in one episode it's going to mm-hmm. go bad if we don't use it uh yep. <laughs> cuz boy howdy do they just kind of go for it in this episode with that they really really did um yeah, I'm I'm glad that uh the the reef is basically just an Apple store. Right? Like and they're not even like they're very explicit about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like they, they present it, I think Pearls our Pearls, like re- like coming back to this and being like how commodified Pearls were, you know? Mm-hmm. It's good. It, it, it is Steven Universe doing its good background world building, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, um, and also, like, very explicitly Rebecca or the, the whole crew being like, yeah, Rose Quartz was kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, very explicitly. Now, given the we're also using this to foreshadow, like, shit that's going on with Steven. Um because, ga- you know, gaining powers and such, like, very, very hard, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like, I don't, the way that they're presenting it in the story, I don't think that Rose, like, perp- did, in fact, purposefully hurt Pink Pearl, you know? No, I think the the message with what happened with Pink is that it was an accident but people who love you slash you love can hurt you in really deep ways that you can't get rid of yeah and also i think you know 
the the gaining powers almost makes me think that uh it's a metaphor for puberty. Yeah. Specifically boy puberty. Mhm. And it's interesting cuz like I wonder at what point does like cuz it seems like the kind of like the timeline was if you trying to put it together in my head. So pink pink had this pearl first, right? Mm-hmm. Then what I think happened is like that outburst happened. Then white took the pearl away. Yes. And then got spinel and then our pearl came along. Cause it seemed like pearl and spinel were like, hanging out with pink diamond at roughly like at some point together. Yeah. Cause they know each other. Um, so that's, and like, like a kind of like mega pearl says at the end, like one person was a new, new, new rose when she was somebody who was trying to change. And the other, you know, in our pearl new rose when she was like, like, um, wh- didn't know why she was so desperate to change, right? Implying mm-hmm. that, like, Rose did, in fact, feel guilty for what happened. Yeah. And it's it's also, you know, that that part of the messaging about, you know, how different people can show, or how people can show different people different sides of themselves uh, was also just uh, very well handled. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is, this episode was more close to a main season episode than any of the others, I think, as Mm -hmm. far as, like, pacing and tone and stuff like that. Yeah, and it definitely feels like Steven Universe Future is no, like, is no longer actually aimed at, like, kid kids. It feels like it's decidedly aimed at teenagers. Oh, yeah. Um, While still, like, doing lessons but not being as, like, I think they're handling more, much more complicated emotional things than than they previously were. Yes. Which is to say a lot because it's not like they were pulling a lot of punches by the end of Steven Universe, but. Well, I mean, um, I think by the end of Steven Universe, because, like, Steven was, what, like, 14 at the end of the main season? So it's like. You know, I feel like that was probably close to their target audience, too. Like, their target audience had grown up a little bit since the beginning of the show. Right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But, um, yeah, fuck Rose Quartz. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck Rose Quartz. Um, Mega Pearl is dope as shit. Yes, absolutely love Mega Pearl. Um, I did uh, enjoy the way that we did not see uh, the broken half of Volleyball's face at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, I feel like that was a nice touch. Yeah, but I do, like, um, I do, uh, I, I don't know if we see Volleyball again. This might be the last time we see Volleyball. We kind of, like, show people and then that's the last time we see them. But also, there's not a whole lot of episodes left. Yeah. Um, the. But, yeah, I feel like they handle it really well. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's interesting to see the, like, I like that they imply this, like, like, they, they also talk about, you know, I, I feel like it's a good lesson to people that, like, you can also find like camaraderie and people who can help you like, you know, understanding trauma and everything together. Shared experiences and all that jazz. Mm hmm. Um, let's see. How do we like Vegeta uh, Jasper? Like full, full, full tilt Vegeta Jasper from a little uh, home school. I love full tilt Vegeta Jasper. Mm-hmm. Uh, good shit. Good shit. Um, definitely loved the expression of Steven's anger issues. Uh, 
Also, again, Steven Universe just casually flexing on other shows with a fucking great fight. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good fight. Um, let's see. I love, also love Lil Aramar. And her love yes. of screams. She's so good. Yes. Her love of children screaming. Mm. It's very good. Um, oh, slight thing back to volleyball. Dee Dee continues to be the best voice actor in this entire fucking series. Yes. You could yes. you could easily convince me that Dee Dee is not both Pearl and Pink Pearl. Uh, just because the characterization is so radically different between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think she also might be Shell. Um, yeah, yeah, she's also the AI inside of the reef. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, I they the they definitely got their money's worth out of out of Dee Dee. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, I. I'm usually really good with voices and I have a hard time telling that uh, Pearl and Volleyball had the same voice actress. Mm -hmm. um, oh man, I don't really have much else in my notes. Like I said, I just, I feel like these episodes up until like uh, Rosebuds and Volleyball are kind of fluffy. Yeah. In a I lot mean, of ways. I guess I would expect that out of a little homeschool because you've you, you've really just kind of got to establish new world. Mm -hmm. Like the new normal. And I mean, I guess that same thing makes sense with guidance, like giving a giving a little bit more of a idea of like what the new the new status quo is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I like the world that they've created. Like they've obviously put a lot of good thought, I feel like into the world building of Steven Universe for Steven Universe future. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, I like that it's not, there's not, there's a big info dump in, like, Little Homeschool, but it's still not, it's still not, like, they don't, the fact that the world is different is actually not the, the focus. It's about dealing with, like, Steven's inability to deal with the fact that the world is different. Mm-hmm. Like I like I the thing I greatly enjoy about Steven Universe Future is that like there's no no new bad guy shows up. <laughs> like no new like big bad shows up. There's just like a lot of weird problems that Steven has to deal with, but they're not world ending problems, but he keeps trying to solve them like they're world ending problems. <laughs> yeah. Um poor kid. Truly, Steven's in a bad, Steven's in a bad fucking place. All right, so I think here, so there's 20 episodes, three, okay, then I, th so here's how I think it goes. I think we do three episodes, if I remember correctly, so definitely next time we're going to be doing um, Three episodes. That's going to be episode five, six, and seven. Bluebird, a very special episode in Snow Day. Um, and then I think we're going to do another four up at the very end. Uh, the actually, yeah, that makes sense because um, those four episodes kind of bleed into each other. Actually, to be perfectly honest, the last five episodes bleed into each other, but I don't think we can handle five episodes. Yeah, I think I think doing a five episode one would not be prudent. Um, and uh, like I said, we'll be after this. We'll be doing the Owl House. Uh, I think if it, the release schedule seems about right, that like by the time we start the Owl House, the last Owl House special will be coming out. So we'll be doing, um, doing pretty pretty solid. Isn't that just about how we started Steven Universe? Like a couple of months after Steven Universe ended, that's when we started this show. That sounds about right. Yeah. Fully fucking up the SEO. Um, yep. <laughs> hell yeah. We're so good at podcast. We're the best. Pod oh, uh, did you 
Did you like uh, the flash it in um, Little Homeworld, the flash to Connie uh, being like chill beats to study lo- to girl? Yeah, the lo-fi girl. Yes, yeah. I, I did enjoy they know, that greatly. They know what they're doing. Yes. Um, I love that. How do you like the new song? It's okay. I don't like it as much as the original. Yeah. I mean, given they also didn't have as much time to put this, like, I, it makes sense to reuse a song that you kind of already have mostly written. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, um, it, it's fine. Yeah. I like Pear Dot in it. Of course. Yeah. The. Let's see. We'll get to see her soonish. When does she show up? Oh, she shows up. Uh, like two episodes from now. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, we're 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 going to have some guests coming up. Um, Brian says as he goes to his Twitter messages to see when we scheduled that. Oh, no, no, that was in my email. Doop, doop, doop. Mm. <laughs> okay in a couple of weeks we'll have a new get we'll have a guest um be recording that on a monday apparently um okay wait when uh december 19th okay yeah apparently that's a monday but i think that was the day that she could record okay um so I think it'll come out like we'll record on the 19th and then um, the episode will come out on the 21st. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. So it's not next week's episode, but the week after that is when we'll have a guest. OK. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Logistics Talk, uh, audience. We're so good. We're the best podcasters in the world. Um. All right. So, yeah. Um, welcome to the future. Uh, it's full of mental illness, like the real future. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would like to say, I do like that they make Steven, like they do a, cons- they're making a concerted effort to like show that Steven is not perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and that the same qualities that make you like a war hero are not the same qualities that you need for like life. So, um, we didn't have any questions cause August and I are bad. This is our fault. <laughs> Send in your yeah. questions for next time. And we'll talk about them. Yes. Um, it's good. We're great. Um, the to be fair we did have a major holiday yeah and And i had a car happening (laughs) yeah so we had so many plans y'all and then it all got real fucked out um you're gonna be there is we're gonna stay on schedule there's gonna be an episode next week but we are not going weekly we are just kind of like making up lost time like making up a lost ground real quick yeah um and again, big shout out to Lou for our dope ass fucking new cover art. Um, nailed the the idea that that I, the I drew just a god awful stick figure image and sent it to Lou, and Lou turned it into like a beautiful piece of art. Uh, <laughs> which somehow I do every time Lou does this. It's it's absolutely um, it is absolutely flabbergasting to me that they're able to do it. Um, the end, uh, what is up with you over in FTL land, August? Um, so we switched to an every other week schedule for, uh, rounding out the six arcs in a movie movie. 
so we're coming up on the end of that. That'll be wrapped up uh, before the end of the year. And then uh, starting on like the second uh, will be when we start doing some really cool stuff that I'll talk to, talk to you about more next episode, I think. That sounds like a plan. But, yeah. Um, if you're not somehow not in the Discord server and you're one of the 23 people who listens to this and you're not in our Discord server, you should come join our Discord server. Um, but uh, Metal Gear Monday is moving. Uh, we're taking a break until January, wherein Metal Gear Monday will be on Thursdays. August and I are going to replay the uh, Metal Gears 1, 3, and 5 uh, in preparation for a special project that I don't think we're ready to talk about yet. No. Um, the uh, Dumb Kids is on uh, break until January, I guess. Uh, we're on a break, uh, and Roomware is still trucking along. This, if Listen, if you don't listen to the Roomware happen, that's fine, but you need to listen to this week's episode. <laughs> Because I do the dumbest fucking thing I've ever done. It's so good. (laughs) I basically need to stop podcasting because there's no way I'm ever going to top this. Uh, You can't stop podcasting. There's the possibility that somebody else might become engaged because of your podcast. (laughs) Um, But that is it. Whose turn is it? Do you want to just do it together and then we'll figure it out? We'll figure out an order next week. Um, I think it's your turn, actually. Oh, is it my turn? Because I, I think I did it for the movie. Wait, no. We we all did it for the movie. Did we both and do then, it for the movie? No, we all. No, we made we made Hamish do it. We're we're professionals. Yeah, but no, listeners. we we watched Ava in between that. Uh, I think I think it's your turn because I think I did the Ava outro. Okay. Yeah, because well, I remember making some kind of joke about third impact. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um We're in that so case, good at this. <laughs> we're so good at this. Uh in that case, dear listener, I implore you to please be like Cookie Cat and get some fucking therapy. Get some fucking therapy. Peace. Peace.